Good morning. Welcome to this, our daily devotional for October 9th. So nice to be here with you and to open our Bibles and to wonder what God has to say to us today. Our scripture comes to us from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. It's in the 15th chapter, beginning at the 50th verse. Hear now the word of the Lord. What I'm saying, brothers and sisters, is this. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I will tell you a mystery. We will not all die, but we will all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. For this perishable body must be put on imperishability, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When this perishable body puts on imperishability, and this mortal body puts on immortality, then the saying that is written will be fulfilled. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, because you know that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father, may the word just read point to the word to come and may it all work together to point to the word made flesh, your son, our Lord Jesus. Amen. This is the concluding chapter to Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. He's responding to a concern that for the apostle is central to the community's true embrace of the gospel. Specifically, he's seeking to correct their beliefs about the resurrection. It would seem that in their community, there's been a struggle with or a rejection of their belief in the resurrection of the dead, in bodily resurrection. The Corinthians were very spiritual people, so much so that they found the idea of the resurrection of the body to be crass or embarrassing. I suppose we can understand their reaction. We're so often at war with our own bodies. So many of us have chronic pain or we don't like how we look. Our bodies often don't look and feel like we wish they did. They don't look and feel like they used to look and feel. We are in many ways a disembodied people. So we can understand this instinct to not want to take these bodies with us. Can I have a new body, please? But for Paul, really believing in bodily resurrection is of the utmost importance. He's saying that we, when we proclaim the resurrection of Christ, we declare in no uncertain terms God's victory over death and the relative meaningless of, meaninglessness of our embodied lives. For Paul, this means our future hope must be for a transformed body in the resurrection. We can know that because Christ has been raised, all who belong to him will also be raised. This is good news. Just think of the physical pain we've endured and witnessed those we love endure. Imagine them transformed. Their bodies, our bodies, transformed. It gives me great comfort. I read a story this week about a young man named Ben Abercrombie. 
Ben grew up in a small town in Alabama. He started playing football in fourth grade, and boy, did he love football. He was a two-sport athlete, but he grew up to be a top high school football recruit. In fact, he was recruited by Harvard. And it seemed like all his dreams were coming true when in 2017, he suited up for his first football game against the University of Rhode Island. He didn't know it yet, but it would be his last game. During a routine tackle, his first of his collegiate career, he suffered a severe cervical spinal cord injury, which left him paralyzed from the neck down and, on a, and dependent on a ventilator. In a moment, in a moment, everything, so much of what he had spent his life planning for and working for and dreaming of was gone. His dreams of playing football, certainly, but the whole future he had imagined for himself was now uncertain. Thankfully, Ben is a young man of great faith. After his injury, with his dreams of football dashed and facing a potential lifetime paralyzed, Ben fought for two years to get back into the classroom at Harvard. Sustained by his relationship with his parents and his unshakable faith in God, Ben plans on graduating this year with a degree in economics. He still loves football. He just lights up when he talks about it. He dreams of being a financial planner for athletes. He dreams and works every day to walk again. And we, we know he will. We can trust that he will. Paul tells us that when Jesus returns, even the living will undergo transformation into a new form and not a transformation that destroys or leaves behind our current body, but a transformed way that our current bodies are encompassed in a powerful and mysterious transformation. In the final verses of today's reading, Paul quotes from Isaiah that full text reads, on this mountain of the Lord, the host will make of all peoples a feast of well-aged wines, and he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces, and the disgrace of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken." In the Lord, our labor in our bodies is not in vain. These flawed bodies of ours are loved by God and will be redeemed. Ben, he may not walk again in this life, but he will walk again. There will be an end to his suffering. We can trust that a bodily resurrection awaits us and those we love. We can trust as Ben does when he says, I have faith in God. And no, I know that I will be healed eventually. It's just a matter of time. Let us pray. Abundant and powerful God, we know there is nowhere we can go, no state in which we might find ourselves that you are not with us. And we know and trust that the time will come when you will wipe away every tear, every shame, when you will take away every pain or disgrace. Give us strength and patience as we await that day. Help us to see our bodies as you see them and to never forget that as your son was risen, so will we be risen. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.